Matt Mania Podcast, hosted by T. Carl, Neo X, Rock Knowledge, and me, G1 to the Rescue, is brought to you by Random Beats, the Steel Cage Network, and Geekscape.net. Remember, wrestling is fun, and please keep your shoulders off the mat. And now, the show. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast, the Southwest Authority on wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. Let's get ready to oh, There we go. Cool, cool. All right, y'all. Well, uh, as regards to this party of three, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're back. It is the Southwest Authority in wrestling, hip hop, and everything in between. Matt Mania Podcast. Uh, you already know what it is. We uh, they, they say death comes in threes. We killing you motherfuckers right now because... Uh, of course, we got a special guest in the building, but without any further ado, uh, I, of course, uh, am G1 to yep. the rescue, but then... Yep. Uh, it's- I'm, I'm confused because I was going to introduce you and then you introduced yourself. Oh, anyway. okay. I don't know how that works. My bad. We got it. We're going to get it together. I know we haven't been on in a while, y'all. Over to my far left, that is... B1 to the rescue, aka your baby mom's favorite, but when he on the beach, he the most hated. What up, G1? Uh, man, nothing much. Uh, trying to pack a new bowl. <laughs> Not a whole lot going on. For the soul. For the soul. In the, in the middle of me and G1, we got on her first episode of the Matt Mania podcast, DJ Ash 10. But if you asking her to DJ, then you better get that cash in. Ain't that right? Big facts. Money, money. The math ain't math, and the math got a math. Yeah, math got a math. <laughs> Ash, what up? Just me, T. Called a villain in the building, champion, as you can see with the titles behind me. Ready to Ooh. get this episode of Mad Mania in. Um, Rock Knowledge won't be in until a little later. He watching the Field of Dreams baseball game, and uh, yeah, I had to tell G One thought he was watching the Field of Dreams movie. I'm like, nah, they do an actual game there. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no damn baseball. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I thought the Sox were playing this year. The Chicago White Sox, you're supposed to know. I, man, I don't I don't watch baseball. I go to baseball games, but I don't watch that shit. That shit's boring. <laughs> I'm like, man, I've been and fell to sleep. It's a it's a great I get the technique behind the sport, but I can't, man. My attention span don't work like that. <laughs> I, I honestly don't like baseball either. Like, and then people say, "Oh, well, it's it's fun there. You gotta go there." But you go there, and then you gotta buy twelve dollar <laughs> beers and get drunk in order to have fun. So I'd rather just, you know, and that's yeah. and that's being that's being light, huh? Because I saw your face. Well, I was here for like sixteen. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably the more. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like it's twelve dollar beers. The core is light. Yeah, okay. the frozen the frozen margarita. If you pay twelve dollars for a frozen margarita, that bitch is like this small. So it's essentially a kid size frozen margarita. I don't know how that works in the world of frozen margaritas, but that ain't enough for me. So I don't want to go to the to the baseball game and spend all my money on getting drunk just to have a good time. When I go to sports right. events, people stick to the to the six dollar waters. Yes, you sir. Know, if I have to. I'll mm-hmm. get like the eleven dollar lemonades. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know? now I I will say this: the only time that I that I will say that I I can say like, man, I I enjoyed the hell out of a baseball game. Actually, being at one, 
I've went to one Crosstown Classic game, and it wasn't even so much of the game. Now, for those of you uh, who don't follow it more so than I do, for those of you that don't know what the Crosstown Classic is, uh, for, for those of us like myself and Ash that grew up in Chicago, that is the, the one or two times a year where the Cubs and the White Sox actually meet on on television in a professional field. They'll do games against each other in spring training or whatever, but when they do the Crosstown Classic official game, the reason why I say that that was enjoyable because we'll get judged all day about how we act in public and this, that, and the third, but let me tell you something. My my Caucasian brothers and sisters and my and my Hispanic brothers and sisters during the Crosstown Classics, it, it's a different level of of just mean, evil, ratchet. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I go back for sure because people in people in Spanish people or Mexicans, Hispanics, whatever you want to say. Uh-huh. When it comes to baseball, yeah, man, it's it was different. like it was like it was like Mexicans said, "Oh, we gonna love baseball more than y'all because y'all said that this is America's pastime." So we're going to show y'all how American we are by loving baseball more than you. So when it comes to baseball, they be on another level. And and being better at baseball. Exactly. On top of that. And I was just about to say, Ash, I'm sure you can attest to this. It gets even more disrespectful than the shot during Crosstown classes because then that shit starts looking like game banging. That starts looking like the GDs and the Vice Lords when you want to train. Literally, a bunch of motherfuckers screaming on one side, fuck the Cubbies. A bunch of motherfuckers screaming on the other side, fuck the White Sox. And it gets physical. And it's like bad. Like you got one, like it's like it literally goes down on the train. Oh, it's bad, like yeah. European soccer when, games. Like when, yeah. when white people get drunk and, <laughs> and angry about sports, they like Man. to fight. That's oh one thing that God. they fight over. <laughs> <laughs> They'll fight over them sports. For real. Like, I'll be oh. like, I don't give a fuck. Like, right. I'm, on the team. I'm not getting paid. They be you like, no, nah, fuck that. What? <laughs> You look at TikToks and motherfuckers, uh, you know, eat whether it's like basketball, football, or baseball, motherfuckers are getting score or some shit. Oh, don't let it Swear be hockey, but well, well, because yeah. they Swear drunk, up. because they drunk, they can take the beatings. So they be in there getting <laughs> adrenaline be up to the motherfucker. Man, been, got, they didn't dab a little bit. Whole crowd of people, security pulling them out. They still yelling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, my. My thoughts exactly, man. But that was that was the one time where I was like, man, you'd have to see it to believe it. I'm like, America would America wouldn't even want to look at this because it's like, look, look, look at look at your man's in them. Look at your man's in them. It gets it gets yeah. different. But uh um, they out there like them soccer goons. Woo! <laughs> That's a whole nother story. But uh, listen, man. Of, uh, I mean, and it's funny because in that same breath, I mean, I've literally seen people getting a drunk fight over wrestling. Uh, with that being said, outside of the world of wrestling, we'll, um, we'll kick things off with our usual segment, uh, which we call the put over. So this is usually a point in time to where we will gladly uh, put over something non-wrestling related uh, from this week or any other week that may have just literally tickled your fancy to extreme, whatever that means for you. Part Biden, pause, all that shit. Um, Tellating your um, what what do we be saying now? <laughs> what y'all be? 
Uh, damn, I forget. Titillating your senses or something? Yeah, titillating your senses. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> titillating your senses. So uh, respectfully, double respectfully, we'll usually go to guests first and we'll usually go to ladies first in any situation. So uh, I'm going to go So, Pete, go ahead. <laughs> Damn, I'm the bearded lady over here. Damn, she missed out fire your shit. Anyway, uh, uh, Ash, we're gonna go ahead and get things started with you. Uh, give us a put over for uh, something that something non wrestling related that you was fucking with this week and why. Go. Um, I'm gonna go with augmented reality development. For like most of y'all that know me, I work in tech. <laughs> Yep. And so everybody's on this web 3.0 and what's going to be the newest, biggest, bestest. So I've really been getting into augment, augmented reality development and like creating like spatial augmented reality experiences. So peep my next event, it might be some augmented reality in that boy. Hey, a little AR. I see you. And not the 15. No more else. <laughs> so, so describe that. What is augmented reality? So that's like virtual reality, but putting pieces of virtual reality and meshing it with our actual reality. So like think about Pokemon Go when it first came out and you had the option to switch between like a regular scene or like an augmented reality scene, which would actually put the Pokemon like in your spatial reality and you had to like catch them off of like distance and how it looked and all that. So like... Yeah, that's a good example of like augmented reality. Fur- furniture store apps do this now uh, to where mm-hmm. you can uh, you can literally be looking at your room in real time and you can like take, okay, this couch, I want to see how this looks over here. This mm-hmm. lamp, this bed, I want to see how this looks over yep, here. Amazon yeah. has it too, yeah. Yeah, so AR has kind of been infiltrated in everything just without people really being able to explain what it is, you've probably already dealt with it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Just not knowing okay. what to call it. Absolutely. It sounds like um, Free Guy. <laughs> it does you know? sound like Free Guy. You know, that's, that's deep. Damn, I never thought about that. And the free like, guy because was- when we was watching the movie, mm-hmm. you watching the real person. So I'm watching right. Ryan Reynolds. But when the, bu- the bubble pop up above him and he grabs something, that's <laughs> augmented reality, right? Like a motherfucker. grabbing a gun in the video game. Absolutely. As a real person. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. That is that is AR technology. Wow. And I know you are uh, quite deep within the tech world. You know what I'm saying? And uh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell uh, tell tell the world a little bit a little bit Double about uh, what you what your specialty is. A specialty. Well, I'm like, well, I'm a DJ first. Well, of course. Um, and then when it comes to tech, I do like web development, social media strategy, management, branding, all of that good stuff. So I do a lot. I do a yep. lot. Hit up, hit up for all of that, whatever that entails and whatever that costs. Hit up for every every last bit of it. Um, man. And then, uh, yeah, next to the put over, T, what you got for me, man? Yo, I went and saw Bullet Train. Mm. No movie with no movie with Brad Pitt in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was real good. It was a bloody good time. Um, I I left the movie saying that it was kind of like it felt like. I mean, it takes place in Japan, 
and it's on a bullet train, but it feels like an anime. Um, and then, but it also feels like um, early 2000s movies like Smoking Aces or okay. um, Domino, like movies okay. like that, where it's like real. Um, um, it's got it's hyper violence, but it's also like um, fast cuts, fast moving mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, nice. it was real good. I mean, it was um, a couple people whose storyline um, was real good in the movie. Um, everybody's storyline paid off. Um, I mean, shit is from the directors of um, Deadpool two. Um, yeah, man, it's a it's a good movie. I'd see it again. Definitely. Please go check that out. Bullet Train uh, in a theater near you. The way shit's going these days, I'm sure it'll be on streaming services in like two months. But go go, go see it at the theater. It's worth it. I've heard nothing but really great things about it. I'm going to go check it out myself at some point. Yeah, depending on who the film house is, I think they said like Warner do 45 days now from theater. Ah, okay. 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 But... Yeah, I mean, I don't see stuff on Hulu pop up fast. The Northman um, was on Hulu pretty quick after theaters. Bob's Burgers movie was in mm-hmm. on Hulu the same. Yo, time. that's why I was like, man, I was I was wondering. I'm like, because I was gonna go see it. I'm like, wait a minute, why is it available for streaming already? Yeah, that's yeah. Then, you, then you got Prey, which um, went straight to Hulu. Hard, hard. Yeah, yeah. I'm sad hard. about that a little bit. Right, I'm mad that I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters. Hopefully, it get so much of they'll spot do a limited release that they'll do a exactly a limited mm-hmm. release and put it in theaters try to make some double money on the back end it's worth it it's, def- it's definitely a movie that's worth it that's for sure I, I totally enjoyed it we watched it sitting here watching people get cut the fuck up and yeah it was, it was pretty bad it shit was dope and, and admittingly that was only the that was only the 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 second Predator film in life I've ever seen behind the original. I've, I've never seen any other Predator film. Wow, so but, you've only seen one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and this one? Mm-hmm. Well, those are the those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah, but then I just feel like about the loop. Like, I've never seen Alien versus Predator. I've never seen uh, Predator 2. Yeah, I, I, I missed a few of them. <laughs> the, the AVPs are kind of like separate from the, oh, 100%. 100%. oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, they're their own thing. They're separate from the Alien franchise and the Predator franchise. They're their own franchise. The okay, mm-hmm. okay. But, um, outside of like the first one and this new one, my my third favorite would be Predators, the one that had um, um what's his name, Brody in it, and um, mm-hmm. when they was on the Alien planet. That mm-hmm. one was pretty dope, and I wish it would have got a sequel because it it was taking the story in a different way. Yeah. Um, but now they took it back to how the original was, where um, you know it's more of like a one on one story about mm-hmm. somebody in the past who ain't got a lot of weapons. I mean, even though Arnold Schwarzenegger had guns, he eventually couldn't kill him with the guns. He had to like get all muddy and and hide and shit and use the the, the earth, you know. Mm-hmm. So obviously the Native American, she already gonna have a leg up on that. Man, yeah. did she ever? She did her damn thing. But we talking about that like that's your put over G one. What's your put over? 
Uh, my put over now, if, if I remember correctly, I think around last, I think either the last episode we did or the episode before that, um, I spoke I spoke on my love for the the new Beavis and Butthead uh, movie, the Beavis and Butthead mm-hmm. the universe. But now, uh, for those of you who have watched the movie or for those of you who have heard me talk about it, uh, that has set up uh, the new series. So my put over is the official uh, Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead, as it's referred to now, because it is exclusive to Paramount Plus and owns all those licenses, MTV, Comedy Central, etc. cetera. Uh, so, yeah, there are three episodes in. Uh, two episodes came with, with the premiere, uh, which was just last Thursday. Um, this is very much classic, traditional Beavis and Butthead Obviously, it's Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead, so Mike Judge is at the helm of everything, back voicing his characters as usual. It's 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 just it's something that we needed today. <laughs> it's something I that can was, agree. It's something that was just very much needed today. Like all of the all of the, the purposeful ignorance aside of both of them individuals, it's well placed in 2022. So uh, by now, if y'all ain't seen Do the Universe again, that's on uh, that's on Paramount Plus. Please go watch that. But in short, uh, this sets up the timeline to where now 1998 Beavis and Butthead now exists in 2022. So same house, but now with a flat screen TV. Now they're streaming music videos and critiquing them. Like I just watched episode three where they watched the Post Malone video, which was funny as hell. Um, also, uh, you know, TikTok videos. They're doing. They're watching TikToks now, and they're nice. watching like they're watching like viral internet shit and, and critiquing that. And that shit is is really like the magic because it's like, man, you would have never known how funny. Beavis and Butthead watching a TikTok video or watching a modern day music video is until you see it for the first time. Like Beavis and Butthead watching a BTS video literally was just like, oh man, this is everything. Beavis was was like, oh yeah, that was episode two. Yeah, Beavis was standing over the shit. Butthead was clowning him because he actually liked it. Beavis was in there getting busy to that shit. (laughs) He was loving it. So yeah, definitely go check it out. Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead, the new series, the continuation of Beavis and Butthead through the universe, and picking up where they left off from the original series. Uh to Paramount Plus right now. New episodes every Thursday. There's three of them now. Go watch. Hell yeah. I missed everything you said except the end of it. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead new series. I caught that. And yes, that's indeed. definitely worth checking out. Whatever Please. he said about it, listen to that <laughs> man. He's your baby mama's favorite for a reason. <laughs> man, <laughs> listen. The, no, I was just, I was just telling him. And the movie was, was good too. Yeah, and I was saying that was one of my previous putovers. But, uh, but with the series, it's you know, again, we didn't know that we were going to be watching Beavis and Butthead. Uh, talking about TikTok videos and then watching like modern day music videos and shit streaming them that shit is is in itself is already like a, a great thing and it was just something needed for right now it was cool you know episode 3 is out right now They in, in one part they watch a Post Malone video and it's the funniest <laughs> shit ever <laughs> oh man we got, we got Mike Judge old ass 
Yeah, um, still. Still voicing teenagers take <laughs> on modern day shit. So it's really just an old white man telling y'all what he think y'all want to do. Because he should have better myself. Is he chewing tobacco? Uh, he probably just has a lot of tattoos on the inside of his face and that's what's making his cheeks puffy like that. <laughs> that's all I'm keeping you from that. But that shit was funny as hell. That was the Post Malone shit. Funny as hell. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, definitely go check that out. And all of the putovers that we spoke of today, please go check out everything respectfully you already know in the episode descriptions and when we post on social media platforms we're gonna let you know what we talked about so nobody will be left out the loop anyway um yeah without any further ado i think we want to kind of i think we want to kind of jump into go ahead and lead us into the first topic g1 yeah yeah so we want to kind of jump into our first topic first and foremost so um, let's so let's get it in. Kind of one of the first things that 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 we sort of got into, and uh, and Tika, I'll let I'll let you elaborate a little further. But I know one of the first things we really got into. Um, first of all, the the McMahon era of WWE has died. It has died. It died a quick. Is it officially over? Man. I mean, Stephanie is still there, but I don't think she's gonna be the same as then. Right? Not, I mean, is, is is Stephanie's last name Lebec now? Yeah, it's it's, it's hyphenated. Yeah. It's 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 McMahon Lebec. Yeah. Oh, so it's still a McMahon there then. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, there's always going to be a McMahon there <laughs> until Triple H have kids. I mean, he got kids, but if one of them take over, then it won't be a McMahon no more. Gonna they gonna hyphenate movie. that name too. Definitely gonna it's be always going to be a McMahon and all. It's always going to be a McMahon and pro. But, but yeah, no no Vince now. So, I mean, go ahead. What was you about to say about the McMahon era being over? My bad. Oh, no. Uh, Dash or me? I can't remember. Oh, gee. Oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah, man. Um, I feel like I feel like at this point, I don't I don't think Vince can really afford to do any more business dealing for for obvious reasons at, at the moment. I think he has you know bigger fist bigger fist to try not to fry, and he better hope and pray to God that that all of his money can actually kind of sweep under the rug for him because you know clearly there's somebody else getting raided by the FBI right now whose money did nothing for him. But yeah, I was just about to say they might be protecting each other. <laughs> I mean, they stood next to each other before. So. They they have. They absolutely have. Shook hands um, and business. Oh, um, man. But, you well, know, yeah. I, I think that um, they, WWE, that's, I mean, it's Vince's baby, but he don't want it to go up in smoke. I think, mm-hmm. I think stepping down was part of him stepping away because he know he was caught. But also what the company had to do before they started losing sponsors and everything else once this would have came came to light. So you know mm, I don't I don't think I don't think like Fox or people could have afforded to like tear up contracts with them or whatever. They already done paid WWE all this crazy amount of money. But um they probably also got like um chairmen or stockholders or whatever and shit that is like um. Hey, 
we got to get you up out of here. <laughs> Nick, in the uh, words of Vince McMahon himself, he needed to take his ball and go home. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Khan, who's uh, co-CEO next to Stephanie, is is the uh, the the big shareholder. He's he's one of the main shareholders of the company itself, and so I'm sure that him being so close to Vince for a long period of time, I I can almost imagine it was probably a bug put in his ear, like yo. Uh, this might not Get be a good look for too long, but <laughs> let's talk about the good that this does. The good that happened is yes, hey, we now on, have. Oh, go ahead. Good. Okay. Also, the fact that Vince was keeping that money off the books, so it was mm. like he was he was paying them all this money, but he wasn't reporting that money. So people mm-hmm. who's making money from this business would have made more money. <laughs> no taxes. So millions of dollars. You paying people ninety million or whatever you paying, you know, for some for some cat. And man, I don't know. I mean, I see. I, I can't be a female because there's just some there's some topics and there's some things that where some where some other women might feel like, oh, they're dignified, this, that, and the third. I don't know. You could probably you could probably shove me up for ninety million. <laughs> It's, it's I mean, just for that much, I, you know, I'll be quiet. Man, I was, me, me who? I was riding around today thinking about somebody talking about 20 million and that was like what what gets taken out in taxes. And I was like, even if I made 20 million and y'all only gave me 10 million, I would be fine. <laughs> I'd be set for life. The person that just won the the, the billion dollar mega millions he took the, the he or she took the lump sum. So mm-hmm. after taxes, it was like four hundred and thirty-four million. Right. I don't, think, I don't think that person's crying about that at all. I'd, I'd give my mom a whole million. You think she's gonna complain? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, if I have if, if if I have that, let's say if it was me, four hundred and thirty-four million dollars. Yeah, um, my mom gonna get my, my mom gonna get two million. The house gonna get paid off before I give her that look, two million. Look at that! Just like you said, two million. I said one. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I'm saying if I had like that. a lot of money, somebody mm-hmm. might be like, "Oh, you only gonna give her one million? My mom is yeah. sixty six years old or something. Exactly. Like that. She can't even spend it. When yeah. I give her a million, what's she gonna do with it? She's yeah, probably she gonna don't. vacation for the rest of her life. Right, <laughs> mom. With her bougie ass, she gonna go, you know, find a nice bag. She definitely gonna go. She definitely gonna go to vacation somewhere. I'm almost certain she gonna fuck around by a house in Memphis next to my uncle. <laughs> just cause you just that's pay a- to be on a yacht for the rest of your life. You just forever, Whew. forever vacationing. I don't have the rest what, of your uh, life. What, what Pusha T, what Pusha T was talking about his mama, God rest us soul, and he was like, man, at one point when she was still around, he was like, man, I gotta get to it. My mama gotta gamble every weekend. She gotta get, she she gotta go to her break, her bed and breakfast, and such and such and such. These are things that she has to do, so I have to get to it. <laughs> and we joined. Uh, this is now turned to a party of four, but you know, uh, I say this respectfully uh, because elephants are some of the most powerful and some of the most memorable animals around. When the elephant is in the room, rock knowledge is there showing up. What's cracking, yeah, Rock? The what the, the hell room? kind of backhanded intro? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was trying to give you some. This I man was trying to give me some, an elephant. 
No, I, I was here. That like jug- juggernaut in the room. Like juggernaut no, in the room. Don't, the don't take offense to it because I think that's the Fred Joe album. So I mean, it is. It is though. Truthfully, you know, that's big. I'm a, that was. I'm gonna put the spin on it. You know. Go ahead. Come on. Elephant in the room. Joey Crack, aka Rock Knowledge. Gang, hey, gang. Yeah. The price. The price done went up. It's the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> well, I know. I know you two. Delinquents. Who's this <laughs> lovely young lady who's, who's, who's joining the squad? I, we haven't been introduced yet. I am Rock Knowledge. <laughs> Hi, Rock. I'm Ashton. Uh, hey, welcome, welcome. DJ Ashton in the building. Rock yeah. Knowledge, thank you. I would have been here man. a lot sooner, but y'all know me and baseball is life, and the Field of Dreams <laughs> game was on, and I couldn't miss that. Is that um, your put over? Uh, no, but I have a put over. Is, is it right. my turn? Yeah, let's I go. Mean, we were past that, but we always got time for you. Oh, yeah. Quick one, uh, my put over, if you are a baseball fan, if you have ESPN, ESPN Plus, highly recommend the seven-part Derek Jeter documentary called The Captain. Uh, Part seven is tonight. Um, I am by no means a Yankee fan, uh, but I respect Derek Jeter. Um, You can't like baseball and not respect what that man did on the field. So um, it's been a great documentary, the first six. Um, Episode four was my favorite because they recapped the 2001 World Series with my Diamondbacks. Got up in the Yankees' ass. Woo. Won the World Series title. So Woo. check that out on ESPN Plus. All seven parts are available streaming as of tonight. So I'm what would you say is better, this one or the Last Dance? Man, it, it's it's tough to compare. Um, it's really tough to compare. But I would probably put the edge on the Last Dance because Michael Jordan is so out of pocket. Like Mike don't care. Mike was just shitting on everybody. And Derek's a little bit more respectful, but Mike just okay. shits on you and then shakes <laughs> your hand afterwards. So yeah, you gotta you, you gotta come on that court with a certain type of energy when you playing against yeah. Mike because he don't he's not your friend when that. When, oh yeah, when biggest that, uh, shit talker in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's he's, uh, but he's yeah, not your friend at all on that court. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Last dance was great, so I would recommend watching both documentaries. Okay. I'm gonna say okay. Rock Knowledge yeah. is being a little um, modest right now because he also should have been putting over dropping knowledge with Rock Knowledge. Hey! Well, 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 okay, all right, hold on. One caveat to that: we have had a long-standing rule on the Matt Mania podcast that and we do not put over other, other people's podcasts. Other people's podcasts. You got a segment on another podcast. Talk about it. Yeah, so uh, thank you to our good friend, Cat Caveman, a.k.a. Derek Montia, the mayor of uh, Reseda. Is that what he calls himself? Yeah, yeah. The mayor of Reseda. Yeah. Home of <laughs> Daniel LaRusso. Um, yeah, so he works for PHNX. He covers the Diamondbacks. He has a Diamondbacks podcast he does uh, for that company every, almost every day of the week, I believe. Yeah. Um, and we had been talking about getting me on there because I am a huge baseball fan. Um, and I also collect baseball cards. Yeah. And my segment, Dropping Knowledge with Rock Knowledge. Uh, the first segment was covering um, the sports card market. Also, the owner of the Diamondbacks who has a baseball card collection that's worth around $100 million. Woo! Yeah. So, Shit, yeah, I will bro. be a recurring uh, a recurring guest and hopefully if all the stars get aligned all the you know T's get crossed and the I's gets dotted um, I might be a full time member of the PHNX crew that is the uh, that is the goal you know I want to talk baseball I want to talk baseball cards and just do something I love to talk about and be around so are you going to get out the house and go to baseball games 
Are you going yeah. to go? Are you going to go to PHNX meetings and? Um, well, I'm, have- I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for the next for, for whenever they have their next team builder. He looked like he was sweating already with me. <laughs> He's like, like, oh, shit, I got to leave the house? He just came from oh, my mom's no. house, and it's mad hot outside. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully yeah, hopefully, I will be at the one you know, one of the next uh, team-building events they, they tend to do, which seem to be alcohol-fueled, but that's right oh, up yeah. my alley. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so check us out, man. Um, PHNX, I'll be on there. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, I'll pop up on there again, talk oh, a little yeah, baseball. Yeah, we'll talk about the X. Are you going to be on there? Are you, is your segment daily or weekly? Um, I hopefully it'll be weekly. We haven't really discussed particulars. That was kind of like the not trial run because I've been on the show before just as a regular guest. Um, but I, I would think you know, maybe after the next couple, we'll try to get me more and more on there as much as possible. I know Derek's with it. Um, so it's just a matter of everything coming together and you know, happening. I'm you definitely know, I imagine up, that excited the, for it. I imagine that the response to that first article had to be pretty decent then at that point. It was cool. There was there was a lot of people. There was a lot of people in the because they, they they do stream the show live. Yeah, um, live. you can also go back and rewatch it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah, there was yeah, a lot of people in the comments. Uh, a few people that were card collectors, so um, it was kind of cool. But hopefully, you know, the the, the segment will grow. Um, I already got a couple people I want to interview um, for the segment. Um, one of the people I want to interview, I actually want to get him on our show. It's Urban Aztec. Um, he's a big baseball and wrestling fan. He does a lot of really dope art. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna try to secure him to come on here and talk to us because he uh, he's a big wrestling fan. He's also a baseball fan as well. So hopefully we can make that happen. Because Mad Maniacs, as we've been discussing, we are going to be bringing guests on the show more often. I know you're used to just seeing four ugly mugs staring at you the whole time. You say beefy men. I look good. <laughs> yeah, beefy um, men sounds. We're beefy men. Not. G1 said he looked good. Not to us, though. That's just no Matt Mania fans. I'll be fighting for a recurring spot, okay? So that there's not the, all of this testosterone in this podcast, okay? It needs a little bit of femininity, all right? So I'll be fighting for a solid spot. I will be back. Thank you. But we're also bringing other guests on. So not just celebrity guests, regular Matt Mania guests, people who know wrestling. People that used to watch wrestling. So yeah. just know. That's me. I'm people. I'm people that used to watch wrestling. <laughs> I think there should be a straight up old school episode. Like Rock, uh, Rock Knowledge is the reason that we have to have topics because <laughs> recapping wrestling <laughs> doesn't work for the truth. But yeah, that sounds great. Knowledge with Rock Knowledge. Make sure yes. y'all check that out. PHNX Sports. Um, and we are done with the putovers. We was actually in the middle rock of talking about um, the the fall of the Vince McMahon um, regime. And, um, Not the regime. We didn't think it was ever going to happen. It was a no. it was a long. I mean, we had to die at some point. I, I, I thought he was but he ain't dead yet. Die. Right? He thought we was going to literally <laughs> kick the bucket in order for that to happen. But now nah, some other shit happened, and now we got Triple H being head of creative. Shout out to Gigi in the background. What up, Gigi? Um, I mean, hey, as far as Vince goes, man, you you can only have a, a, a dirty dick for so long before it comes back and bites you in the ass. Ooh, big, big fat. And I think, fat. and I think he kept his dirty and secret for a very long time. He did a really Watch good him. job. He did a really good job keeping that dirty <laughs> dick hidden. But now it's out there, and we know about it. And it's, now, 
you a nasty man, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. You nasty. <laughs> Bruh. I mean, Super nasty. It, honestly, probably the same amount of nasty that I thought he was. It's oh, not, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't yeah. shocked yeah. by anything. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's not more nasty than anything that he portrayed on TV. It's his character. He's not this more true. Nasty. He's not more nasty than making out with who? Trish in front of his wife in a wheelchair or some shit? Man. Like, old white, he made old white man to drop the N-bomb on national he's, television. For he's not more nasty than being <laughs> the leader of the corporate ministry while he was about yep. to let the undertaker sacrifice his daughter. Like he's about as na- about as nasty as the kiss my ass club. And literally, yeah, it, he's it doing seems, that. And, and let's not forget saving Ryan's private. <laughs> it, it seems like forget. it seems like his stories on WWE was all based off real life. I'll just say art, that. art imitating <laughs> art imitating life. Is that what it was? Yeah, he did that <laughs> shit, and then he would go to creative and be like, "Yo, this is good shit. You should mm. you should put this in there." That's. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I, I think there's gonna be more stuff that comes out as time goes on. Oh yeah, big um, you're gonna find out a lot of the, the nastiness, and I mean, I, what they say. The last I heard, it was like, well, he paid like 19 mil in hush money. Is, does he have a lot of bread, bro? Does he have too much money to go to jail? No, no, no. you know, I don't get rated by the fans. You know, definitely point though. I think well, he has enough money to go to Camp Cupcake for jail, though. Well, that's the thing, because I was asking about the money. Like, this money wasn't on the books, and they found that out. So that means that he was spending money that didn't belong to him, basically. I mean, yeah. he had that amount of money, but he was spending. Yeah. For What's going to happen is they're going to they get, get some forensic. Day. They'll get a forensic accountant, and that's going to d- deep dive in them books to see where every cent of that 19 mil came from. And that's when it's going to get ugly. Honestly, that might get him before the dirty dick shit gets him. No, yeah. I know. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. it'll definitely be the money first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The forensic accountant's going to, yeah, they'll tear his ass apart. But, I mean, look. He might man, have enough money to pay that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think it's going to end up being more than the 19 mil, to be honest. Once they get a forensic accountant in there, they're going to start discovering all kind of shit. They're gonna be. Here, they're gonna find more women. Is what's gonna happen. I was. Gonna, that, I, I was gonna say other people here, too. Involved. It's fun. It's it's funny because it, it's funny because it's I, be I thought of, charges. Yeah, I I thought about this to the end of that question. I feel like with a lot of and, and I may be wrong about this, but I feel like with a lot of like rich, powerful old white men, don't shit get caught up with them until they start fucking with corporate bread. They, he would have probably got he would have probably got away with a lot. We probably wouldn't even be talking about this right now if he was just using his own money out of pocket. This, that, and the third. That's the only time in in rich white business you can get caught up on your shit when you start fucking with corporate money. He and it's he like no, nah. that's his money. He owned that corporation. He assumed yeah, that. but. There's yeah, still other people assume. that have right. stock in that corporation, though. But that's that's, <laughs> that's the problem, right? He yeah. thinks that he's the head of the family and that he distributes yeah. the, the money after he. But not to even get all know. historical about it. Like you're absolutely right, G One. Like look at Alexander Hamilton. He didn't even get caught up until he until he started passing checks through the U.S. Treasury. Mm-hmm. So you can't be messing with the corporate money. That's how you I mean, get caught up. I mean, shit. Look at. Catch me if you can. 
Great movie. Great movie, by the way. But yes, DiCaprio was fucking with the country's money. <laughs> I mean, he really was. The whole country. He really Damn. was. Multiple uh, countries, actually. Oh, bad. But what does it look like, y'all? So we so so within this, even just this last couple of weeks, we know that it's gonna be a minute before we start seeing drastic changes to the the overall umbrella, everything that's but going on with Triple H not now. Not to like being. segue already. Go ahead. I think we're already seeing it with mm-hmm. the Naomi and Sasha walkout. I was about, I was about to say we're like already we're already seeing it because Vince would have been like deuces. Mm-hmm. I want to walk out. What well, what we're seeing to to add to your point, Ash. What we're seeing now is stuff that makes sense. We'll get into the, the the bigger grand scheme of things that what Triple H is trying to do is, as as time goes on with these next few months of pay-per-views and Raws and SmackDowns and NXTs. But just within these last couple of weeks, from SummerSlam forward, he's just been doing shit that makes sense. For example, yep. the Champa situation. Champa already kind of was there but then not there like they were giving him matches on Raw but they were giving him reputable matches on Raw and but he also him. had debuted long before that too yeah exactly that's what that's what I'm saying that's the that's what he was during that last time during that last run he had on Raw it was it he was there and you were happy that he was there but at the same time it was like what are you doing with this superstar talent of an individual he cuts great promos he got a great look he, his his knees are stiff as hell um this the, you know this dude is the total package and so you take him and i never seen this coming you take him and you put him up under mids and you and, and and without changing anything that he is you let him do his own heel dynamic but you put him side by side with you know somebody who's highly regarded as one of the best heels of this generation and you just let him do his thing and then you see what happens you get great matches like you had him you know in the in the thing trying to see who was going to be the number one contender for the for the US title them him and AJ fight for that right and that was a solid match and then you get to the actual match and you know him and Bobby Lashley like man and, and you would never expect a, a match between Ciampa and Bobby Lashley to look the way it did but it didn't it look like good, Bobby though. was just it didn't look like Bobby was just ragdolling him where exactly. under Vince McMahon that's exactly what would have happened I expected exactly what happened in that match to happen and Bobby tapped him out <laughs> Bobby tapped him out, but it's just a matter of. But at least he got to put up a fight, right? He wasn't getting ragged out like he just would have been a jobber if Vince was still around, and he just mm-hmm. it just would have been close oh, yeah. line hurt lock, and that was it. it. They would have never let that. Yeah, right. they would have never let that man get his rocks off. Him and Bobby did magic in that ring. That was a solid match, and the, and the finish yeah, made wow. sense. You know what's gonna happen? You know what's gonna happen with, with Triple H taking over? What I think is gonna happen? What's Remember up? a couple of years ago when NXT was the best product that WWE had. Yes. Because Triple H was at the helm. Well, Triple H is at the helm of the big shows now. And I think we're going to see over the next couple months, we're going to see, we could potentially see Raw being great again. SmackDown's been, SmackDown's always been the better wrestling show. Uh In my opinion, they've always showcased the wrestling on SmackDown better. Um, but with but I'm ready H- for my H- Raw, my Monday Night Raw soap opera to come back. Like it was, yeah. it was very entertaining well, that, soap opera. It died a little bit. I'm ready for it to come back. Yeah, I that's think we're going to see some to, great things. Yeah, that's why one of my big questions with um, all of that was um, with Champa 
in that Bobby match, or it might have been a match after that. I'm not sure, but he okay. used the Gargano clutch in the oh, match. Oh no! It right? was, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was that match. Bobby? The Gargano, the Gargano escape. Yes, Gargano escape. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said yeah. the Gargano clutch, but yeah, the Gargano <laughs> escape. But yep. no, the the um, announcers was screaming out DIY while he was doing that. Uh, so yeah, like, he was like, man, if I'm you want like, something done right, but, do it yourself. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, does that all but signify that Gargano is going to be coming back? Triple H is in talking. I think so. Back, right? I think John Brassie is finally going to come back. Because, I mean, think about Gargano. He just had a baby in February. Candace's. Uh, uh, contract expired in May. They have time now to like spend time at home, be with the family. Maybe He's already talking about he wants to get into content creation and has no plans on coming back anytime soon on the Iron On podcast. So, smoke and mirrors. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think that was all underneath the Vince McMahon regime, though. When yeah. things have changed, that that is true. Because you know what? If you look at, if, if they I'm, may have a work life balance now. If I'm Johnny Gargano, if I'm Johnny Gargano, um, this would be the most opportune time for me to come back to the main roster. Right. Because the guy that's running the show was the guy that had him at the forefront of NXT when Johnny Gargano (laughs) was putting on five-star clinics with Andrade, with Ciampa, with all these dudes. With which I himself, here's here's my dream. My dream is if Gargano comes back, Put him in a heel faction, put him with Miz too, and just let him be himself. He was already a heel prior to him exiting NXT with the yeah. way. So now put him and Ciampa back together up under Miz. Don't give it no particular name, but Miz just has his faction now. And everybody's yeah. the same size. Yeah, everybody's the same Misfits will be hard. That would be hard. It would be it would be a dope faction of three individuals of of equal size, of equal experience, of just of, of just cats that know what they doing. Like like Miz, he didn't he don't look like so much of Gargano's manager as he looks like Gargano's partner. He's just like, hey, do you like you got like do your thug dizzle? I'm gonna do all the dirty shit. You know, put your foot up on the rope when the ref ain't looking. But you do you. Other than that, imagine having Gargano with that. You start talking about the DIY shit. He'll DIY on Monday Night Raw. Stop playing. Yeah, that would be crazy. I mean, while while it's the perfect time for him to come back, I still don't think he's gonna come back this year, though. I really Uh, right. It might be a while. I could be. It's gonna be fun to find out because I think we're gonna see a lot of returns. Um, sporadically yeah. popping up here and there, yeah, and I, yeah. yeah, I mean, come on, did anybody, did anybody think that we knew Bailey was going to come back eventually? Was anybody expecting <laughs> Bailey to pop up at SummerSlam with Io Shirai and Man. what's the other, Dakota Kai? Yeah, yeah. Now, screaming. now Io Sky on the main roster, but uh, but yeah, crazy, crazy faction, yeah. a dope, it's fun, man, it's, a dope it's, idea. Yeah, yeah. I- um, if if Triple H had the had the opportunity to do what he wanted to do then instead of now, um, Gargano would probably be in like Austin Theory's position because mm. he's a because he's a Vince McMahon, but they was also in a group together in NXT. So the way I 
I imagine Gargano could be in that position in that type of limelight. So I definitely think that this will be the opportune time, yeah. like Rock said, for him to want to come back. Yeah, because I feel like Theory's days in the main title picture uh, or, or in, in that picture in general are probably done. But if you want to go ahead and, and reunite the way, yeah, why not? Theory's on Raw. People are more familiar with his face at this point. If he was going to do it, yeah, you know, whatever. He's A-Town down theory. Gargano is Gargano, you know. Granted, there was a whole ignorance uh, last, uh, uh, last episode. I didn't realize that dude was from Atlanta. Because I'm like, why this A-Town down shit? Why this cultural appropriation? But then they, I realized they built him from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it makes sense now. Can you imagine <laughs> if, if this if this Vince McMahon news would have happened two years ago? Oh, and my who God. might still be in WWE today had it, had it happened then? Like, I don't even think, think about the WWE. Released, that's what it was. Go. Malachi yeah. Black. Well, now Malachi Black, but Alex I mean, in. I don't think all those guys, I, I don't think those guys would, would be in AEW right now. No. They wouldn't. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, AEW crazy. wouldn't be as successful as it is if Vince McMahon would have stepped down two years ago. Mm. I mean, they wouldn't have, um, who did, who did they, they wouldn't have Samoa Joe. Like that's, yep. that's Triple H's guy. They wanted, tri- they wanted Samoa Joe to move into a, um, in, to a training position. He wanted Samoa Joe to teach wrestlers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As he should be. As he should be. Um, and then um, Regal. Like, Regal was was his guy. And, and that's, that's another the- one. Mm-hmm. That's another one right there. Like, when Regal left, I'm like, damn. Like, Regal was, may have been as important to NXT as Triple H was. Yeah. For real. You know, Regal was on the, you know, Regal was, you know, more. I don't want to say hands-on, but he was more visible. You know, you knew who he was when he came out. He was going to say something that was going to be big. And then, you know, boom, he's gone. And now AEW's got him. And I think AEW's that pickup. And when it's all said and done, the William Regal signing to AEW could be one of the bigger signings because of the impact he's going to have behind the scenes. Yeah. But losing losing Regal was big for WWE and letting him walk. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Regal I was has, shocked when that happened, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, very. Um, Regal had a, a great quote um, this weekend when he was just speaking on with all of the stuff coming out with with Vince McMahon, what's going on in WWE and, and, and you know, people being like, oh, you know, if, if this had happened so long ago, I would have still been here, this, that, and the third. Uh, Vince had told one of, one of his young students, he was like, man, y'all got to stop worrying about what, what other people are, are saying on Twitter because you're in the position you're in. And he was talking to somebody, I guess, I guess a young in AEW. He was like, listen, he was like, you're on, he's like, you're on dark every week, but how many, how many followers and how many viewers does AEW dark have? And, and, and I think I think last week we looked at the numbers and it was over 200,000. And he was like, how many followers do you have? The young man, whoever this was, was like, shit, uh, 20. He like, exactly. So <laughs> we're giving, he's like, so we're giving you, you know what I'm saying? Some sort of visibility. Don't be thinking about so much of what people are saying on the internet. And that's, that's just a testament to just some of that good coaching that doesn't necessarily require uh, running the ropes that Regal provides these young guys, so definitely losing him was 
Well, yeah, I was like, William, William Regal is, I mean, he's way past running the ropes or teaching people to run the ropes. No, nah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's Game. a class, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's a class it's the knowledge, now, you know, mm-hmm. and and like Rock was saying, like a signing like that is like even if we didn't have nothing for William Regal to do and we could sign him, I'm a sign. Yeah. Right, right. Yes. Right. I agree. That's what, that's one of those oh shit, you let the competition get this guy. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with like Cody, you know, like we were saying with him, him going to WWE just was one of those things to say, oh shit, the grass ain't all green over in AEW because right. this is somebody who left WWE and decided they'd rather come back. <coughs> and this is when Vince was still there. So yep. obviously you're saying like, oh shit ain't all good over here with Tony Khan and AEW, I'd rather come over here. Which we know first of all is a bad situation. Yeah. Like but you know, Cody helped build AEW and then they took some um responsibilities away from him and wasn't letting him book his shit the way he wanted to book it and have control over his narrative the way um you know, some other some other wrestlers might control their narratives, right? And which came which came as a shock because it's like he he helped start the company, and on top of the fact, from what we know on the outside looking in, that's the culture in AEW with everybody kind of having a little bit more creative control. So it's like, why not give the big fucking man on campus at that particular time his his just desserts you know what i'm saying i mean some of that is probably ego on tony khan's part he wants to he wants to fantasy book everything pretty pretty much tony khan is playing uh general manager mode on smackdown versus raw 2010 (laughs) with with a bunch of guys he's doing what i'm doing right now in WWE 2K22. But I peep there may have been like a spoiler at the last WWE event that Cody might be returning. Hmm. He'll be he'll be back soon. I mean, because um something he could else come back and not wrestle and he could just come back and be a face, which he needs to be. I feel like his presence needs to be felt there. Definitely. Yeah. The same way, the same way in AEW. Even though when people be hurt, they still come and talk or cut promos and shit. Like, yeah, um, if if you're well enough through your physical therapy that you can get around and shit, you should probably show up to some shows. Yeah, Um, but I don't know how flying and that injury might be affecting him if they want him to stay in one area. Um, But I would. I'd show up and like cut a promo on Seth Rollins, who was his last beef. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, just to just to keep that um, that heat and that energy going, you know. Mm-hmm. Or even if you know, even if even if they gave Cody a stable, and all he had, and all he had to do initially was be the mouthpiece, like you know, just be the be the figurehead. And you got until, your minions, until he got better, until he got yeah, better, it, he was just yeah. You, you have you know two or three guys with him, and they're beefing with somebody who's got two or three guys with him. You let those two or three guys do their thing for a couple months in the program Cody rehabs, Cody gets better the payoff is Cody and the the, the head of the other stable, you know, having a boom boom boom, going at it Sounds like it should be like Cody's imaginary stable up against Miz's imaginary stable that we just put together And and, 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 Cody, and, and Cody has experience in a stable 
being led by the man yeah, or the, you know what I'm saying so yeah. that would be that would be interesting control we getting ready to have more people to be able to put in these stables because one of the <laughs> other things one of the other things under Vince is that there was only three or four people in every scene as many people as were in WWE you know what I'm saying you only got three or four people in the heavyweight um, picture you only got three or four people in this title picture and the mid cards was basically just people to use when somebody needed to be beat up you know put over. that's how we would start looking at people you know but mm-hmm. Triple H is going to do more for people like Ricochet yo um, you know, people like you know who was, just who was Ricochet fighting on Monday uh damn that was a great match who was Ricochet fighting on Monday um, guy, I forget. I, yeah, I, I forgot to. We'll, we'll Ricochet living that. his best life. God damn it, he is living yeah. his best damn life. He really is. Oh, I know. He gets to go home with Samantha Irvin. <laughs> I, I, remember asking, I remember asking G One when did that happen? Because I know Man. that. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> he. I'm like, talking damn. about. He. That's the ultimate example of you don't fuck down, you fuck up. Because remember, <laughs> re- remember who he was dating I wish before that then. The episode title. Listen, if for those for those of you that that may or may not know, uh, Ricochet for the longest time dated uh, independent uh, pro wrestling superstar Tessa Blanchard. Wait, um, was it Corbin that he fighted on Monday? Uh, oh, it was Corbin. It was Fox. Corbin. It English. was Corbin. No English. Fox. Yes. Yes, it was Corbin, and that was a fire match. Hell yeah! yeah. But uh, but Ricochet was dating Tessa Blanchard Whoa. at one point, and then that stopped at whatever period. Is that who and he was with? Yeah, he was with Tessa Blanchard. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, the the, the long face I was surprised when yeah. he was with the new chick because she's she's relatively new to the company in general, ain't she? Yeah, he, he scooped that up yeah. real quick. He wasted no time, like like Bray Wyatt and JoJo. That shit was like high school. As soon as, soon as, soon as the new chick come in, they be look, on her. Look what I, what I say, Bray Wyatt and JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt Ooh. left his whole job for JoJo. Yeah, sure did. Sure did. Is, is, is Bray Wyatt going to return to the WWE this year? I don't know or because AEW? Brock Lesnar been bringing him up like he is. John Cena just just tweeted a picture, not tweeted, but put on his uh, Instagram a picture of them two mm-hmm. fighting. And the last time they encountered, dude, stole off him in the in the Mister Rogers sweater. So, huh. I I always say it depends on what type of relationship these people got with Trips. Like yeah. I don't know the behind the scenes, you know, camaraderie. But if mm-hmm. Trips was a guy who was pushing for him, and he knows that then I think anybody in that position would be like, well, I'll give him a shot. Mm-hmm. Bray was in NXT before, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. He was, yeah, he he was. was one. He was one I feel like early, that was his best. Was that early on before NXT. trips? Yeah, no, that was, it was before yeah. trips. That was, yeah. When yeah. Bo, that was when Bo Dallas was down there, too. You know, like, yeah. the, that was early um, in NXT. Yep, yeah. that, that was that was Bo Dallas. That was that was Big E Langston. Bless you, Rob. That Ziggler. was uh, yeah, Dolph, yeah, Dolph Ziggler when he was doing the front face version of the, the zigzag. Seth Rollins when he was wearing yeah, that's like Trump. That's like NXT right after it stopped being a um, Ohio right Valley after, Wrestling. 
Right. Oh, FCW. FCW. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it used to be like um what was that UFC um show when they tried to be UFC fighters? Oh uh, yeah. Oh. The Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, rem- Oh NXT yeah. Like Ultimate Fighter, where was the competition? You talking about tough enough? Win the-, the contender? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tough enough. Tough yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you talking about so that so that that second tough enough era was like the early NXT. Yeah, that shit where where we were gonna pick one guy and one girl at the end of this NXT season. Oh to get yeah. A, get so that was that early because our that yeah. was uh, Brian Dixon and all them around that time. And then yeah, exactly following following that because they knew it was kind of a half and half response on that. They they remanded it because WWE's the original developmental territory was Florida Championship Wrestling. They said, uh-huh. "Fuck this competition, no shit. We gonna go ahead and make this NXT and make this something special." And out of that, got all these that again we already acknowledge that are on the main roster right now. The Shield came out of that class. The Wyatt family Hell came yeah. out of that class. Fucking Big E um, came out of that class. Yeah, I was gonna say Xavier yeah. Woods was a member of um, F- FSW or whatever. Um, oh, FCW? Yes, he was. Yeah, yes, he, he was. was. Yeah. Yes, he was. Ba- baby face it and all. He sure was. He, he came over from. Uh, he came over from baby back baby. right after they lost. Right after Impact lost the six sided ring. I think that was around the time. His contract but, was up over there. And he came over. But it sounds like we all in agreement. <sighs> All in agreement that Triple H taking over the reins of WWE. Oh shit! Has has brought that excitement from all of you in in the company and are looking forward to seeing. And outside of the company, right? Absolutely, yeah, Yeah, man. It's just going. It's just company. Go ahead and segue that into into your topic. What's what's something that's going on outside of the company with Bianca Belair? Oh, Oh, she's fine. Now she's fine. I forgot to put on my ponytail for this segment, but (laughs) that Foot Locker partnership, that shit is litty. Sorry to curse, but it's litty. Oh, you cuss on this motherfucker all the time. Well, I'm a lady. Um, You from Chicago, stop playing. (laughs) (laughs) So when it comes to wrestlers getting deals or brands outside of WWE, I feel like that that is not common. So, it's really not. Usually, WWE holds that copyright close to the chest, close to the vest. Like, I mean, they that's don't, one of the reasons really why CM out. Punk was so pissed off when he left initially because he wanted to have sponsorship and they said no. Yeah, and then I was Brock came so back Brock, because Brock had sponsorship. He was wearing the Jimmy John's shorts and shit, right? Jimmy John's, Jack Links. Yeah, he had all that mm-hmm. shit. But, um, and John Cena, he had the fake John Deere shit because he didn't have yeah. no John Deere sponsorship. He had the fake John yeah. Deere. So like, only only Bianca and Brock, only people y'all can think of outside WWE sponsorship. The Big E Wale stuff that they were selling in Foot Locker. What is oh what, yeah? What is that? That's that, crazy. You own that, or is that something else? Ah, uh, shit. Let me hold on. That's crazy. The fact that they even did. I, I remember seeing those. And I was really excited about that. Also, why well, would have been WWE doing a deal with Converse because you know the New Day uh, Chucks I got. But I'm like that would have been WWE doing a deal with Converse and them just representing it at that time, not them right. getting sponsorship. That's different. 
Yeah, that, um, wouldn't, that wouldn't be them getting a sponsorship. But I mean, what? So in saying that, G1, what's the difference in saying I'm WWE, right? I'm the blanket company. And this company comes to me, Pepsi. They like, yo, we want to do a deal with you. We want one of your wrestlers to be a sponsor. And me picking the wrestler, like, oh, you know what? Rock knowledge will go good with Pepsi. I'm gonna have him. Yeah. The the, dif- the difference in that is with the with the partnership between Bianca Belair and Footlocker. Well, I know WWE don't get a cut. I know that's yeah. the difference. I'm saying no, I was the- I was giving that to the general public. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean how would you feel? Because there's no difference than somebody writing that you won the title, right? This exactly. That you're gonna be the sponsor. You still gonna be excited <laughs> to be that sponsor, right? It's true. Well, I would. I would. Yeah. I definitely would. That's the loaf. Yeah, I definitely would. For sure, for sure. I, I'm like, yeah, I don't even understand what the business logic was behind not allowing the wrestlers to have sponsorship, especially if you had that opportunity as WWE to manage as the big sponsorship. As WWE is. That's something yeah. that they should have capitalized on a long time ago. But also, uh, a big part of that, just to be completely honest, we're in a new day and time in professional wrestling across the board. Um, unanimously, I don't give a shit what company it is. You know what I'm saying? Where Whether it's Bianca Belair style and profile in the WWE and Bobby Lashley being at the forefront as one of their big baby faces to watching AEW. I'm so a- over him, to, by the way. To, to watching AEW and seeing, you know, Jay Cargill hold on to this title, uh, you know, giving the title some type of meaning to going and impact and seeing our good brother Chris Bay as the first black member of the infamous Bullet Club faction. I feel like right now is just a crazy time for for people who are part of the culture in wrestling because we ain't seen this much representation unanimously in quite some time for whatever the reasons that is that is happening and it's not whatever it's just dope to see and i feel like that also was influencing a lot of things with just some of the brands wanting to be behind that because you know anytime it anytime it involves one of us it's, it's, it's something that's culture shifted and now you got wrestlers on on complex sneaker shopping every Monday and shit you know what I'm saying like like that type of thing it's been a it's been a um to quote uh, accidentally John Moxley's finisher it's been kind of a paradigm shift in professional wrestling as of what that looks like on black skin it's a lot of the things we complained about for a while at least 50 percent of them is like oh okay you know, slowly but surely. So yeah. that that changes a lot in terms of just what you know what brands are looking at this, that, and the third. So uh, how, how y'all feel about that? Well, what you're saying that it's a new day in wrestling for all that. So you think that we're gonna start seeing like um, wrestlers doing subway commercials instead of football players? Or I would love. I'm with it. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely with it. If you got so wrestlers like, doing cricket commercials, doing like protein shake commercials or something, yeah, I'm 100 with that. Yeah, like if like if you got wrestlers doing cricket commercials with 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 CG characters, then uh, I think yeah. a, a subway commercial is was breaking up and I couldn't hear you. Yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. all about wrestlers doing cricket commercials. Yeah, <laughs> like these niggas, like they literally doing cricket commercials, playing with their own action figures. Like if they doing that, a subway sandwich ain't shit. They they'll get a call from Subway tomorrow. Like. Hey, you know, come talk about the new spicy slamming sandwich or some, you know, some corny shit to, <laughs> to make a part the of the spicy slamming sandwich. Yes, yeah, I'd probably shit. eat that. It sounded like it had chicken on it. It sounded like some fat shit with some chicken. Let me ask you this. 
let me ask you this in regards to sponsorship and do you think that you're going to see the WWE lighten their stance on the whole Twitch streaming and making money from Twitch and you know some of the I mean some of these I don't know well actually none of the active WWE girls have OnlyFans accounts but I was going to say if they have like an OnlyFans or a Fansly where they're not naked hey Soraya mm-hmm. Soraya got, oh, oh who's that that's a uh, Page. Hey, she Page. Got one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then, and then she's not, she, she's not WWE, but blesses to Tony Storm. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen that ass in person. It's real. Hey, oh. <laughs> it's damn. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I, you know. Great, great uh, topic that that uh, Ash brought to our attention. Just because, like, again, there's there's been a shift in the culture of professional wrestling, and that culture means something now. The way you got Kevin Gates smacking niggas on, you know, what I'm saying in the front row of AEW, he would have never. Kevin Gates, you know what I'm saying? Not, you know, uh, Snoop Dogg. You know, Kevin Gates, though. Kevin Gates, just just because you in Atlanta. With with Jermaine Dupree coming out with Jay Cark, I'm just saying it's smart. It's just smart. That we're gonna start seeing more things like that now. You know, like we we can never forget uh, our good brother Josiah Williams, the infamous him rapping Adam Cole to the ring at a takeover. You know, that's somebody that's that's part of that wrestling rap culture, and that was something that Cole lacks for. Triple H was like, absolutely, let's do it. No questions asked. Like, he knows what's up. Do y'all also I want to ask this across the board. Do y'all feel like Triple H is the older Triple H is a lot lighthearted now versus what he Oh yeah. Well I, I don't know. I don't know if he's a lot more lighthearted, but I think that there is now that now that he's older, he's more mature, he he's really come into his own, he's really seen what he can do. He's there old. is a vast departure from him mm-hmm. trying to impress Vince McMahon mm-hmm. and be almost like a carbon copy rather than doing what he knows is right. Right. Also, I feel he uh, also think he also had a heart attack. So. I was just about, I was just about to say that'll also, do it every time. Also, he he had, had, going as yeah. well, like not stressing. Mm-hmm. I was about to say to bring people back to the company who were um, good under you, you know. Yeah, this is a man that had heart surgery and he got three daughters. I think, <laughs> I think his whole perspective. I'm gonna make, make sure my team is solid at that. Yeah, point, yeah. I don't have to, Well, and I even know. just think about the sorry for lack of a better term, the racism under Vince McMahon, where we would not have seen a lot of black people. Black artists, black entertainers, current, you know, time entertainers coming into the scene. And we're I feel like we're gonna see a lot more of that now because Triple H understands that this is relatable content. This is what people wanna see. I think he also understands that black people set the tone for culture. I think he one hundred percent understands that is going to lean into it. I can because he he knows that's that's where the money resides. I can agree yeah. to that wholeheartedly. If you yeah. just watch what that we're clip. seeing, what we're seeing here, then no pun intended. This <laughs> is just another step in the evolution of Triple H. 
Yes. <laughs> and awesome. I'm here for it, and I you like know, it. It's a game to him. In the mid 2000s, like, I hated Triple H Same. because he was that character that you had to hate. But like, he was a good at that. But that's how you know he's very good at, good at it. But what really made me hate that man was his program of Booker T. Because Booker T should have won the strap at WrestleMania because Booker T did the Harlem Hangover. Yeah, he did. He should have. He <laughs> Front flip, leg drop. Yes, he did. So, Absolutely. But yeah, no, this, this version of Triple H is, I think, is just what the business needs. And with Especially Vince no longer in, in the mix, they got rid of they got rid of John Laurinaitis. I got a mm-hmm. feeling Kevin Dunn's days got to be numbered. Unless oh, yeah. him and Trips are good people's. But I got a feeling Kevin Dunn's gonna be done. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to that Rico racketeering thing that I think is gonna come up once they got the <laughs> forensic accountant. Yeah, you know I think it's gonna be a lot of names on that. the list. You know there was some money off in that. Um, yeah, yeah I just wanna say real quick how. So it's just amazing how they turned Roman Reigns around, and this might seem like it's yeah. off subject, but it's not because no, I was gonna say. Not. One of my favorite Triple H's was when he was beating the shit out of Roman Reigns. <laughs> Yo, oh, yeah. Triple Triple H beat him up and then came on on Raw the next day or whatever and had the bloody bandages, the tape from around his hands after he was beating Roman up and like left him in the ring and was cutting his promo. And I was like, damn, you trying to put Roman over, but people is loving the fact that you was that beating you beat his, his ass. ass, right? <laughs> and even well, you know, when- but that was around the time Roman couldn't talk. You know, yeah, even when Roman won at the pay per view over Triple H, the crowd wasn't happy about it because nobody wanted. That was still the time Roman couldn't talk. He didn't have no person for a long time. Roman did not have any personality, and I just got to as a girl who just loves him to death, and he is fine as hell. He had no personality for a very long time, and I just have to be honest. He he was just a sexy face. Well, now he now his personality is just blood, gang. Now Basically, just, what whatever now, works. <laughs> Now him and the Usos is just big bees out there. They gang ganging it. They gang ganging it. Which I I feel like that's gonna change too with the exit of Vince McMahon. I feel like the the crime days of colored people is going to come to an end. Oh yeah, we ain't seen none of that in so long. Thank God. You <laughs> said the crime days of colored people. I feel I, like it's 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 only funny because like. They're a group. A group is going to have a color. Clicks have colors, whatever, right? But it's the fact of what, how they wear the colors because it's yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all dripping a little hard out there. Yeah, yeah. No, they always, they always fresh with it. You know what I'm saying? They, they always fresh. The Usos when they, when they stopped doing the whole tribal thing with the half Umaga face paint when they just started doing what they doing now. It was gang ganging it even just by themselves for a minute. There was one particular episode of Raw where they was out there full black and gold with the with the university gold J's on and they had the full yeah. black and gold plaid. I'm like, look at these niggas. If y'all gang, just say that then. <laughs> Their colors used to be black and white too. White yeah, green. they've had a couple of different iterations. Yeah. I, I they can go back to that black and gold era whenever. Yeah, that black and gold was cold. Yeah, I can't yeah. lie, that was cold. I also appreciate Bobby Lashley for wearing the black and gold on Monday. Mind you, he calls himself the Almighty, but yeah, that's 
that's if you know <laughs> Man. That's interesting. Uh, but they took the hurt business from us too early, man. They bring did. it back. Bring, bring it back. back. This will be a good time. Come on. Come on, Triple. I'm all you know. for it. Give it. Give me what I want, Triple H. <laughs> My Batista. <laughs> give me what I want. I want the hurt business. <laughs> what's, what's, yeah. What are y'all's um this this is a topic that wasn't in the in the lineup. But what are y'all thoughts? What are y'all thoughts on almost? Hmm. Almost. Almost. I don't I don't I don't think he cutting it. Like I don't think so either. It's, it's I thought it was just me at first, but it, is it him or is it the writing behind him? Like sometimes it's, big guys is just big guys and you can't really do much with them, but but it almost seems like they just gave up on the writing too. On top of that, like, yeah. Problem is, he by himself. A character like that don't he don't need to be by himself for a while. Omas is Omas is too new. Mouth, but his mouthpiece is MVP. MVP. But when I, right. But when I say he don't need to be by himself, like small faction, because he needs a couple of other people to make him seem like, oh, you don't want me to call, dude. Because right now he's just dude. And it just feels like you know. So you want him to be like? So he need to be like the giant in NWO. Yeah, for a minute mm. until he gets a until he gets a a real persona. You know what I'm saying behind him. That might take a while because people don't realize how in the wrestling business uh, the word green. People don't realize how green he is, man. Like, yeah, he, right. Yeah, he's he got big. He was no wrestling. Right, he ain't even really got. Yeah, and he and, and honestly, I don't, he's not even that so much experienced. I feel like he was somebody they bet on because of his size. And yeah, yeah he he can be a little explosive. He's a little fast. He looks good in the ring sometimes. But nah, he needs something. He needs something, something behind him and something ahead of him at the moment while he's still developing. So I think him being like the tall bruiser of maybe a party of three or a party of four would be great for maybe like the first year to see what he does with it or what they do that character wise because yeah, right I mean and a good example is mm-hmm. the is the Wyatt family yeah and how and how Bray gave life to uh the people in his faction like before that they really didn't have personality we they they were with super green they weren't mm-hmm. cutting promos but he got them to a point where they could stand independently you know, he made, bro- made Brody Lee a star very early. Uh, Eric Redbeard will be appearing on AEW for only the fifth freaking time. Like I thought, know, he, I think he's getting his own faction too. Uh, that's what I heard also. But yeah, he'll yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll be on there. I thought, this week. I thought isn't he teaming up with um, Dan Housen? I think so. I, I got to look at that card again. But next Wednesday's card looked crazy. Uh, Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia, two out of three falls, going to be stupid. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. But um, yeah, no. What I, who's, um, the, who's the tall guy in um, AEW right now? What's his name? A uh, couple of names. So I say Nick Conrado with the factory. Who? No. I said the tall guy, the giant dude over there now with Jay Lethal. What's his name? Oh, oh, the the former basketball player, uh, Sadnam Singh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Sadnam Singh. He used to play in the NBA, and I didn't even know that. I had to look dude up. <laughs> is, is he doing better than than Omas? 
He it it, it looks it looks better because he got uh, Sanjay and and Jay in front of him. I don't think he would be yeah. able to just stand alone. But I feel like with them, they they give him some by himself. He just feels like a more toned up great colleague. But with them, there's a little persona. They let them speak. They let him speak. He getting his swag on. You know, people are reminded of, of who he is and his accomplishments prior to wrestling a lot. So then that kind of helps. That helps his case. So so uh, Lethal and Sanjay are are helping his his case right now. Being mm-hmm. the, being the big man in the faction. Omos had that. I'm telling you, he had that yeah. for a year straight. That year, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, Omos, he need to break off, and ooh, ooh, he just need a year some good some good faction work. Some some big dudes just need that. man the problem with being a big wrestler is that you need to wrestle other big people in order to wrestle them you can't wrestle like a big dude like the dude in AEW he can know how to wrestle he might be able to put you in a in a um in a chokehold or something but he can't do that to a small nah man you know you just gonna look like you just ragdoll you're covering the whole person up I can't put you in a I can't put you in a finger four or nothing when my leg is way bigger than your whole body, you know? That figure four is gonna look retarded. You gonna tie up the leg and it's gonna look like you tie you tying a knot around your leg with his leg. I'm just saying, man, it's the reason why boxing got um, weight classes. Exactly. No, I I agree with that. Plus, I don't, I'm going to be honest, I don't want to see another big dude do a chokeslam, man. I'm I'm so done with... You tired? I'm so done with big dudes and chokeslam. That's like the default big dude finisher. Every big dude does a chokeslam. And it just be like, oh... We need a we need a new default big dude move. Even if we get one, we need something else. What's he I got say? No more default big dude moves. Like just no, come up with something. There's a look, there's no so more, moves that big some, dudes can do. Somebody said somebody said it's the same way with black wrestlers. They say like every black wrestler does like a run and reverse STO. Every black wrestler does a spear. <laughs> it was a, it was a whole list of things on I Twitter that I, was, that I was that <laughs> was like damn. I can't find the line. Oh man! Shout out to Angelo Dawkins, by the way. I just want to. And Will Hobbs did have to do a spine buster too. Will, <laughs> <laughs> that was on that list. That was on that list. It was spine busters. Yo, that when I was think on of that black list. wrestlers. That's definitely a black wrestler. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. See, that's a damn shame. Just hop right in and already am. <laughs> Ain't even seen the list. And, and, and while we're talking about Ives, that'll kind of segue into uh, something else. So um, we know any day now, uh, Kenny Omega could be popping up. We know he's healing. We know that, that, uh, that he is getting ready to make a massive return. And of course, everybody is predicting the obvious uh, ahead of uh, All Out Weekend in Chicago. You know, just looking at obviously we got trio championships now, and uh, there's a particular tag team that does not have a partner, and they mentioned a mystery partner. So, how y'all feel? Are we seeing the return of, of Kenny Omega either this week or going clo- or going closer to All Out? I think so, definitely. 
You muted, Teague. Teague, you muted, G. There you go. Um, yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like sooner than later, but you know, I also feel like he may not show. So he's got to show up to be the young bucks partner because they got beef with Adam Cole and um and them now. Yeah, so, and and Hangman uh, said on Wednesday, like, hey. You know, so they, he can't get one of them, and then yeah. because Hangman said he want to be with the Dark Order, it's like in order for them to be in the trios <laughs> tournament, you gotta assume that it's gonna be Kenny Omega. Absolutely. Uh, plus, uh, to add to that, something that I mentioned earlier is like it seems like this is the this is the season where like all of the 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 bigger stars on on the AEW what I call main roster are starting to come back anyway you know for those uh, last you know last night we've seen uh, CM Punk you know return so obviously there's some tension between him and Moxley because CM Punk is still technically AEW champion man did you keep um, the finger Moxley gave him like I, I knew that was gonna happen that's Moxley <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen um, you know, also, you know, also we seen, you know, I was like we were talking about uh, before Adam Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, they doing their thing. Cole wasn't on Dynamite this Wednesday like he was the previous, just because I think they're just still finalizing some some healing stuff and making sure like he's completely a hundred percent cleared. But like Teak was saying, sometimes it's good to just show up while you heal. And I think they just wanted to remind, like, hey, we here. This is where we at. Fuck y'all. Me, O'Reilly, and Fisher doing our thing. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Go over there with that. So the the, the big wigs is, is is on the comebacks. And Brian yeah. Danielson has been back in matches and he's healthy. So yeah. I'm like the only the only one of that 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 fantastic four that could come back and make the biggest pop at this point would be. Kenny Omega, and it would be the and only thing that makes sense. And I feel like they gave it away at Quake by the Lake. That like, I think I think they absolutely gave it away because Adam Page would have been the obvious tag team partner, like period. Right. And right. by like, putting it up uh, as a mystery partner and not bringing in Adam, like it's obvious that it's going to be Kenny. Like I just feel like it's obvious. Man, the roof gonna blow off that motherfucker when that happens. You know that's it gonna, is. that's you know gonna it be is. a whole. I mean, he, I mean, the pop for CM Punk last week in Minnesota was crazy. Kenny coming well, I mean, back, right? I mean, of course, it was in the Midwest. Like, yeah, of, of course, course, that pop was gonna be crazy. But, Ken, but Kenny, right now, which is coming back, is gonna be crazy. That's gonna be just ridiculous, like man. And then it's like, I mean, like man, I would even. They're not gonna book it as good as me. Come on. Give it to him, T. Because I would make the Young Bucks fight in the trios tournament without a third person until they get to all out. Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about. And, 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 and then Kenny come out and be and then Kenny come out and be the third then. Like mm-hmm. so now that so would have been still, so you So you still biting like damn, who the who their partner gonna be? Mm. Yes, sir, Rock. Right. I just now realized that you guys were talking about the the trios titles. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I, I'm. Did this is like gonna shock y'all. <laughs> I hate, I hate, hate the idea of trios titles. I hate it. Really? 
Did you not? Did you not watch? Um, were you not a Lucha Underground yeah. fan? Never really watched it. I'm just, I'm just honestly, man. I'm just. That's I'm, where the trios title shine that over there. I'm very old school and traditional, and to me, trios title, a trios division, isn't just, that. Not it could be good. And don't get me. It could be good. I, I AEW been AEW been slowly building that for a while because if you yeah. look at AEW, they have a lot of three man groups. A lot there. of three person teams. A lot of good, a lot of good what ones is it? too. Death Triangle. Like, yeah, House like of they Black. put Death Triangle together yep. to be a three man House of Black. Yep. There you go. Like they got, they they've been building that up over there because, I mean, I'm guessing this is big in Mexico. Like the Huge. the the tornado wrestling in general. They just like a lot of people in the ring when they doing their stuff. More people. Like a lot of little <laughs> a lot of little dudes in masks running around, jumping, flying, doing all that thing. I was I was just about to say, Rock. By the way, I don't Rock. I don't know if you watch Dynamite or not, but as a testament to everything that you just said, uh, if you didn't see Dynamite Wednesday, I recommend you watch. Lucha Bros versus La Faction Egonable yeah. in a tornado oh, yeah. tag match because that's that exactly was entertainment. What that, that, <laughs> sounds, that sounds dope. <laughs> that, that shit was, that was entertaining. Watch yeah, that match. If you don't do shit else, I will literally let you log into my sling so you can watch Dynamite for Yo, that match. Your boy. Watch that you, match. Know, you know how you was losing faith in your boy over there. He had a good match. Andrade. Andrade. Yeah. Um, listen, I, since, since Roosh is over there now and they doing the LaFaction shit again, listen, they they energy different together. But that they're shit. in the trios, but they're in the trios tournament too, right? With um yeah. Dra- Dragon um, is gonna be coming over uh yeah. with them, which is gonna be Isn't that Roosh's brother? That is Roosh's brother. Yeah, Man. Yeah, I'm so excited about that because if if, if uh, anybody who's watching this right now, you can go on YouTube and find the infamous match between Roosh and Dragon Lee. I didn't know they were brothers until after the match, and when I tell you that shit was, it, it that was just a whole that was a whole different episode. So, but Dragon, the, but a whole another reason why it's going to be good because that's the match against. Proposed Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. So absolutely, yeah, and, that's uh, gonna be good. Yeah, also, yeah. You said you don't like the Young Bucks. I hate, I hate the Bucks. I can't it's, stand. It's the been known that Rock don't like the Young Bucks. That's I hate mean. the Young you Bucks, man. I can't stand them too. You don't, you don't like Madden? They they, I, ruined, I, they they ruined Jordans. They just. Rock don't like flippy dudes. Rock is like, um, yeah, nah, nah. It's no, I don't mind flippy thing. dudes. I just, I don't, I don't, you don't like them. Maybe it's their outfits and their just the way they <laughs> act. And I, I just, I can't rock with it. Never been able to rock with them. I don't oh, think no, they're they remind bad. me of the Attitude Era a little bit. I don't know what it is about them. Do you not like their that. cockiness because they said that they're the best tag team ever? I mean, they got some validity. Yeah, that's superb. Mm. They're like the great lot. value. They're, they're great value rockers, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Not great value. Great only value, Marty Janetti. Only when it comes to the outfits, but that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, the ring, I, I will give them their due in the ring. I just can't stand them. Yeah, their costume designer is awful. I mean, but me and G1 had this conversation about um, FTR, right? Fear, the revival. Yes. I don't like the revival because of them being a throwback tag team. 
I'm like y'all lame. Y'all just wear trunks. Like y'all, y'all basic <laughs> as hell, you know. And y'all just like y'all no nonsense in the ring. Y'all just like get the job done on some Arn Anderson shit. Which that's dope that they do that. But it's like you, just like when you were saying Triple H was playing the character you don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't like the character that the revival plays. Right. The caveat to that oh, is what's. Like, What's funny about both of them is they do more newer shit than I even think they realize. They just don't do it as flashy. But like even just even just down to their signature move, there's nothing old school about that for them to be such a old school tag team. I think it's simple, but it's but it was but it's not old school. It's like, oh okay, we take a 3D instead of the cutter half, we make it a lung blower. Cool. <laughs> and uh, first of all, the timing on that is stupid. By the way, I've seen them do that in some really crazy situations. I mean, it's 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 a throwback because it's a it's a old two old tag teams doing moves yeah. like the Tower of Terror or the yeah Holmes move or something. It's like Doom a tag device. team. Not a tag team unless you have. A tag you gotta team have a tag move. team finish. Yes, you know, that's and that's another thing that makes them a throwback tag team is because a lot of these teams that get thrown together, they don't be having tag team moves. That's why it'd be dope to see like Keith Lee and Swerve do their finish, like because that's they a have a tag team finisher that they make sure that they hit you with. The USO yeah. shit used to just be super kicks and splashes. That's not a tag now team they, finisher, right? Now, now, now they one D in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. They've it's, it's that, that's grown on me. I didn't like them doing the 3D at first, but I've noticed they but I noticed recently they started doing it with some similar time into like a D and Bubba Ray. At first I felt like when they were trying to figure it out, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. But no, now when they do it, I'm like, oh okay. It's the 1D. They made it this. I like it. Okay. <laughs> They've done it. Um yeah, man. Uh basically they uh it's one and done. One and done. They them ones. That's the, that was their explanation behind it. Okay, because I was about one. to say it can't be one D because it's two of them. <laughs> yeah, one one D meaning the one and done. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord, nah. We know. Listen, I've seen. Uh, I've seen pictures of, of Jay's wife, and I know probably her nor Naomi ain't going for neither one of them missing anything. <laughs> but, uh, man, listen, um, this has been one hell of an interesting discussion. Wrestling so far looks like it is going in the right direction across the board. Um, Triple H seems to be just doing some things on TV that make sense. They're doing away with the PG shit now, so they can really yes. kind of get crazy with the storylines. You've seen Dexter, Dexter Loomis getting hauled off by the police at the end of Raw was the craziest cliffhanger close oh, we ain't seen. Mm-hmm. Do you want? Do you think that they? So do you think that they're bringing the the TVMA TV fourteen shit because? Do you, language, or do you think that they're trying to bring that they want more color because AEW bleed every week? I believe both because it's it's for the same reason that the Attitude Era was so successful. Even kids like a Edge 
you know, they uh, the kids still be chanting stuff in AEW shows that they shouldn't be saying. Me and you know this for a fact, T. Cause <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So we we live we still live in this hey, very man fucking man me. Yo, God, don't get me started on that. <laughs> but but um, basically, long story short, I I feel like you know you gotta you just gotta have an edge to certain things, and it's like. When WWE just started getting real, real colorful and real frosted, flaky, you know, magically delicious type shit, like it just, it don't, it, it didn't feel like a a wrestling organization. Mind you, that's something else that Triple H has officially done is lift the band on terms like wrestling and wrestler. So now we can say these things again about what essentially is a wrestling promotion regardless of how much other shit they've done WWE is a wrestling promotion at its core and I'm glad we mm-hmm. acknowledge it as such because um, it, 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 wrestling has to have an edge AEW is successful because as imperfect as it is so was WCW as imperfect as it is so was ECW as imperfect mm-hmm. as it is, so you know, so was ROH in the beginning. It's like you, you. I, I wanted some, I wanted some flaws, and I wanted some cool, crazy shit to happen. You know, and even and WWF in its that, heyday. I mean, yeah, flaws. yeah, yeah. So this so, is that. So, so this is that. This is that. On a larger scale, now you know, Triple H is is all about like. You know, this is the thing I love. You know, I'm in this position because I love wrestling. I, I got into this because I love wrestling. And I'm in this position because I love wrestling. So I hope he loves wrestling enough to make that second W and WWE stick out a little more. And it looks like he's done just that wholeheartedly yeah. and abundantly. And so we appreciate uh, Brother Levesque for that and, uh, and, and Sister McMahon Levesque. We hope that they continue. <laughs> Not Brother Levesque. Man, we hope that brother and sister Levesque continue uh, their journey on making... Brother and sister Levesque. <laughs> I can We're hoping that they continue on their journey of making WWE a place that people actually want to be again. And and that and, and that's really important. There are a million options out here in wrestling, but we know who are the two or three highest paying. Um, so, you know, for these guys that are out here wanting the big bucks, you know, they know where to go. And I feel like now there's a place where you can now they're getting back to that point where you can make the big bucks, but you can still also have a little creative control. Triple H said in a, in a, a, a company meeting, uh, that, you know what I'm saying? He wanted their input on how, on how they could change up things. So if somebody got an idea like, Hey, bring it to me, like, don't wait, don't bring it to my attention. You know, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna go with it just because if you feel strongly about it, I have no choice to. But, but um, yeah, yeah, you know, culture's different, man. It's, it's, you know, wrestling is gonna be solid all across the board. You still gonna have your people that are more one product than they are the other, and that's perfectly fine. I think it's just an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. So whatever's your jam, whatever you watch on a regular basis, it's all good. I, I had expressed recently that I got back into Impact since my boy went over there and since he joined the Bullet Club. And it just seemed like Impact is actually dope if you, you know, if you give it a chance, it's fire. But Let me uh, tell you, um, man, I have found out that Samsung, my Samsung TV on the Samsung Plus TV 
Uh-huh. Had an impact channel. Oh yeah, they, they be showing like all the legacy impact shit and all the OT. I was all. Oh, yeah. I didn't even uh-huh. realize how good it was. Listen, and listen, I'm only sleep on modern day impact. We could talk OT and A all day. That, that was the time <laughs> we could talk that. That's you know, think about all the people in WWE that came from That's there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can talk about them too. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace to Tess, man. I was just talking about just just big what if stories, and that's, he's one he's one of them what if stories, man. That's what attitude if, era. Puppies. That's yeah. Oh God, Jr. Puppies. <laughs> yeah. Hope you know. Obviously, I, I, that's the one thing that I do feel like obviously is not going to change. We're going to get some edge, but it ain't going to get that that provocative and that over. So you don't think they're going to bring Suck It back? Uh, we'll still get that because they do. Okay, because I'm ready for they that. They do that I'm on ready. the other show. I am ready. Okay, do, I can't go to detention for it no more. I'm ready. <laughs> ready to get your crotch chop on? <laughs> That's funny. Listen, everybody loves a good crotch chop. Everybody, everybody loves, loves a good, a good crotch, crotch chop. chop. Um, that man. Is- that, would you say that's the title? That is the that's title. Cross shop. Everyone loves a good cross shop. shop. I'm writing that down now. Yes, Don't even worry about it. Okay. Hey, and that's that's for you, Trips. Hey, that's for you, bro. Everyone loves good. Yep. Loves good a good crotch chop. So I'm guessing we about to start wrapping things up. So yes. as far as um, burials are concerned, it's been um, so long since we did an episode. I'm going to just say it's Vince. And then <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to also throw um, Laurinaitis under the bus with him. With his yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, sorry, sorry, Bellas. Um <laughs> Thought your stepdad's a scumbag. Right. <laughs> oh man, they had yeah. the they had the and they got them. a new show coming out, don't they? Some kind of documentary or something about to come out on for them. Let's see if they let's see if they talk about how much they don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gonna have one of those A and E like Legends biographies that they're doing right oh, now. Yeah, which, oh, okay. you should watch okay. that series. The Kurt Angle one was great. The Lex Luger one was great. Okay. Uh, and I think one of the next ones coming up is actually about the Bella Twins, which is kind of... Yeah, that's I mean, the one. I, should, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I'm not sure why they got one. I mean, I guess they're legendary. Well, I mean, I if know. you think about it, yes, they were divas. part of the group it's of divas let, that were the models people. and they weren't wrestlers, but they true. did open the door for... Yeah. You know the, the the four horse women, the 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 women that the, the Bianca Belairs, the women that yeah. did come after I them mean, with real we talent. We don't think about the butterfly title no more. You know and that's but probably part of it. Divas, too, women, the title was terrible. It yeah. was awful. They were they were called they were called divas, and you were the divas. It was champ. a tramp stamp title. Um, As a person yeah. that has a butterfly tramp stamp, it was a tramp yeah. stamp title. <laughs> 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 well, it is. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it looked it, it, it was like a Von Dutch title. <laughs> That's a good one. The, the, the Ed Hardy title. The Ed yeah, Hardy title. Ed Hardy. It was the Ed Hardy title. There you go. The juicy, the, the juicy couture the juicy title. Couture. <laughs> Damn. The fashion yeah. bug title. 
G one, you got a you you got a gong or you got a um where the Undertaker music at? So both of them dirty dick motherfuckers can get the, <laughs> the yeah burial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, both of y'all. We're gonna put y'all up under the gonna put y'all up under the you dig. Rest. That's funny. Y'all bury. That's funny. Poor guy. You <laughs> gave your you, you gave your company to somebody that's gonna make it a wrestling organization and not yeah. just Universal Circus with no soul. <laughs> That's, That's what funny. WWE has felt like for a long, long time. It's felt like Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey, and it is not. And, cool. and now that we got that, and now that we got that dark shit out the way, <laughs> we can get to the snacks. Oh yeah, the, the snack of the week. <laughs> Here we go. It was up to me to be Pocky every week, but go ahead. Yeah, who? Pocky. Pocky. Who's Pocky? Oh, when we, I'm sorry, we're not I gotta put you on some snacks? My bad, wait, wait, we're not talking about actual snacks. You're talking about actual snacks. No, 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 I was like, let let me correct you, because I'm like, no, we ain't, we're not talking about about anime candy. I don't even understand that shit. We're not talking about anime candy. You're talking about little hockey sticks? Yeah, we talking about, that's my snack of the week. We talking about, we talking about real snacks. The only, the only time I eat a peach. We talking about them type of snacks. Let's go. We talking about cake. We talking about cakes and cakes. Yeah. So this week's snack of the week is going to go to Olympic gold medalist, world record holder. Her name is Sydney McLaughlin. Woo. She is stunning. She's done a Gatorade campaign. You may have seen the Gatorade commercial. Uh, she just set the world record in the 400 meter hurdles. Like, yeah, 400 meter hurdles. Oh, she's fine, fine. I just looked oh, her up. Yeah. <laughs> she's gorgeous. Oh, give, give me that name. She's gorgeous. Rock, please. Uh, Sydney, Sydney McLaughlin. Sydney McLaughlin. Yep. There's a, there's a reason Not to be confused with Sarah McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Not to be confused with the arms of <laughs> There's a reason this why is not the arms of an angel. With rock knowledge, it's a reason. This man is knowledgeable. <laughs> she fine, fine. What does she do? Hurdles, four hundred meter hurdles. Okay, legs. Oh yeah, right? she, I was legs, say yes. she got some running legs. Yep. And okay, yeah, legs. She, okay, okay. Legs. Oh yeah, she is gorgeous. Yeah, she's beautiful. She is. I mean, naturally beautiful. Like that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, she ain't dialed up. She just fine. Leggy, uh, man. Yeah. Blessings, blessings to uh to to Sydney McLaughlin, man. She's she's out there, man, doing her fucking thing. Uh, yeah. Multiple Ooh, time. Dope Gatorade commercial too. Yeah, and, and real quick, speaking of, of people doing their thing, this is a wrestling podcast. I just got to give a big shout out uh, to my man Chino. He was actually DJing the WrestleMania. Uh, oh yeah. Ticket release party at SoFi today. With the WWE, his cousin is Gabriel Iglesias. He's known as Fluffy. Hey, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, was out there DJing for the WWE. Yeah, no, yeah he, 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 he sent a message to the group chat, and he was like, "I'm ten feet away from Bianca Belair," and I was like, "Bruh, smell no. her ponytail." I'm like, "Bruh," I heard it smell like unicorns. Man, he is a unicorn. Hey, Fluff. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, black black people. We'll, listen, we'll beat your ass over Fluffy. Fluffy the man. Fluffy our guy. We like Fluffy. That's how I do we it. We claim Fluffy. <laughs> so so, so big shouts to my man Chino, man. He is living the dream. He's That's also so the official Funko DJ. 
So he DJ's all oh, of the Funko yeah. Pop events. Oh, wow. Yeah, my man is living the life, living the good life, oh. succeeding, thriving. I love it. Yeah, hey. and he's an all-around genuine. Like he's a, he's a like a fantastic human being. He's a great dude. So I'm gonna have to kill him and steal his identity. <laughs> Give me his okay. name one more time. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's drop the let's drop a bomb for him. Give the address. Let's drop a bomb for him. That's right. Man, if you would de- if you spending music somewhere playing music and making money, I commend you. You're Thank awesome you. individuals. Aww. That is not the that is not the easiest thing to do in a room full of drunk motherfuckers that just want you to play Return to Mac all day. What do you play? Like like what kind of <laughs> events do you play at? All kinds. I do corporate events. Okay. I do um, conferences. Okay. Um, I anime raves. That man, that that boy was lit. I can't lie. That anime <laughs> rave was lit. Hmm. Oh man, I sent up the whole Phoenix Convention Center. But a lot of the clean up. Think about an anime parade or a rave. Oh yeah, it was lit. It was super lit. Rock, you would have wanted to be there just for the eye candy alone. It was a lot of dressing up going on. It was on. a lot Rock of cheeks out. Lots Rock knows how the out. anime chicks get. He just knows. A lot of, go a lot crap, of bro. Dick knows. Dick knows, Rock. Dick knows. Rock. <laughs> Hella girls oh, in know. there. Double, double cheeked up on a Thursday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I just want to just want to give a, a special thank you and a shout out to Ash mm-hmm. for joining us on this yes, pod tonight. Indeed. Appreciate um, you, girl. She said she out there in Miami, so you know that means she's taking time out of her, yeah. out of her space with um, Hot Girl Summer, the last of shit of it. No, no, no. This was, this was a lukewarm girl summer. I was about business this year, okay? Lukewarm girl is it summer. Is it humid as fuck in Miami right now? Oh, my God. I can't oh. even read. I've been damp the whole time I've been here. I don't understand. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, man. No, yeah. I can imagine. Hey, what one thing I do know about Miami, them Burger Kings serve beer out there. You can get a what? The, there's uh a, a few of the Burger King locations in Miami, including the one in downtown Miami. You can you can go to uh what they call the Whopper bar, you get a Whopper and a beer for like eight dollars. Unless prices change, but last time I don't I even was like there, Burger King like that. But I just want to drink a beer in there. How dare you disrespect Burger King? Burger King's God. Burger King is with? trash. No, first off, <laughs> second off, we talking that. about Burger Kings in Miami, nigga. Stop acting like that you travel to go to Burger King's. Like, oh, let me tell you about this Burger King in Atlanta. Oh no, but it was just, but it was just <laughs> crazy to see a Burger King. It was just crazy to see a Burger King that served alcohol. I mean, I would watch that, that Netflix show, G One Traveling the World for Burger Kings, like, and then critiquing the Burger Kings around the world. Like, I would watch that Netflix. Hey, show. every like, fast food Bourdain, restaurant, but Burger King. Every fast food restaurant is different in every state. Like Waffle House, I that go to Atlanta. You Beyond every state, like, like let me tell yeah. you, in, in in Spain, Mick Cafe is hidden. I'm telling you, I know they know they got a whole. I get a whole crazy y'all not about to act like no matter what waffle house you go to you're not gonna get a plate full of slop 
with a couple waffles and some toast. It's all the same at every. It's the it's, same. It's made, First of it's all, you forgot about the hash brown. It's different. Okay. It's, 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 it's all that. They hands is different. I'm sorry. It looked like a good ass breakfast to me at two o'clock in the morning after the club. They got different hands, man. Different hands. Different water system. They got different hands at different waffle houses. Show do it. They'll definitely show you if you get out of line. Hell yeah, man. Why you don't see a lot of motherfuckers get out of line at the Waffle House? Because everybody know. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a video with a Waffle House employee fighting each other. You know Big Big Earl on the grill got a shotgun right off the side. (laughs) I feel like those should be like playable characters in the next like WWE2K. That should be... Big Earl Waffle with House shot. Big, big Earl Waffle House with Waffle House. Playable character. Number three. Def, big <laughs> Def Jam. Def Jam Restaurant. <laughs> 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 on that on that note, yes. listen, Waffle, Rock, we appreciate Waffle House this. will have to be its own game. Well, look. Well, look. I'm 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 better at creating arenas in 2K now, so I can make the Waffle House with the ring and never mind don't worry about it anyway oh, <laughs> um thank you everybody for joining us you could have been anywhere else in the world but you are rocking with uh your boys the mmp the southwest authority on wrestling hip hop and everything in between you know what it is uh we will be back so our new format now is we will be doing new episodes every other thursday so we will be back in two weeks so not this coming thursday but the following Thursday. So we'll see you again for some more topics. A lot of build up by that time. We'll be a little bit close to all out weekend. Uh, of course, we'll have a lot to talk about lead up to that. Maybe our predictions came true. Who knows? Um, but we'll definitely do our best to keep you up to date. Uh, also, I am in the process of organizing our Matt Mania TikTok page. So uh, it's already up. No content on it yet. But uh, if you just want to follow to just kind of already be in the loop, we are at Matt Mania Podcast MMP at Matt Mania Podcast MMP on TikTok. There will be some content coming soon. I'm, we're going to put up some of, uh, you know, some Black Pepper Pass as far as just trips that we've been on and different things. And we'll They're going to start where... inviting me on the trips too. That's <laughs> gonna it's going to be a movie. <laughs> Absolutely. So there'll, be some, there'll be that. There'll be some events. I'm going to be doing MMP News, which was something I started on Instagram a long time ago, and I'll be bringing that to TikTok. So MMP News will be special reports as wrestling news comes up. Uh, I will do my best to, to bring you as much of that as possible. In, in, in Are you going to sit at, the, at a news desk like Meta World News? Um, eventually, eventually, yes. When, when Bedroom 2 looks like what it's supposed to look like, the eventual plan is to, uh, is to have all of us doing this in the same room. Rock knowledge, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wishful thinking, whatever. But, um, yeah. I'm trying to say you don't need a house, bro. Eventually, I'm, I'm very selective with my outings. Right. So eventually, but you know we'll what? All be Honestly, this. you know what? Uh-huh. It, it, this summer is it, this summer is not like almost over, but we're not that far from you know two thousand degrees outside not being the, the, the case. Uh-huh. You're much more likely to catch a wild rock in the wild <laughs> in the wintertime than you are in the summertime. Man, listen, just what I felt that deeply. Hey, and I and I believe them. Listen, just what I plan on doing with this other room, Rock. I when when we start all doing the podcast together, free of charge <laughs> in my house, 
I just 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 come on through, man. I'm gonna have beers on deck for you. I'm gonna have we'll other good stuff on deck for you. Come on, bro. Just we'll make it happen. Come come on through. You know how hospitable I am. I ain't never did. I know. So I know. I know. You know. Yeah, man. So <laughs> so that's uh so so that's that's coming soon. But yeah, every other Thursday we'll bring you some more uh, wrestling, hip hop, and everything in between. News, putovers, random shit talk, whatever we get into. Snacks of the week. You know who I am. I'm G1 to the rescue. Uh, on behalf of myself, my brother Rock Knowledge, my other brother T. Carl, the wonderful and beautiful DJ Ash 10. Uh, please, for all intents and purposes, keep your shoulders off, off the yeah. mat. And we out this earth like a newborn baby. Steve? Yep. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.